Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With the incredible, just absolute trailblazer. You are such a beacon of hope, of light, of fun, of bravery. You shine this light so bright for people to truly look within themselves and realize that we all have a beautiful, fun, brave, important life right here within us, even if we don't think we do. You are such a beacon of showing that to people. Annie F. Downs, thank you for joining me. It is truly an honor. I am so in awe of you. Carolyn, you're so sweet. That's like my favorite introduction ever. That was so kind of you. I don't deserve any of it, but that is so sweet of you. And as we were talking about earlier, it is about time we did this because we share everyone. So here we are, finally. (laughs) We have so many mutual friends. And yes, like I just had a live podcast with Cassie Kelly and Kaylee Dickerson, who I know you're great friends with. Kaylee's on your network. You have, not only do you have this incredible podcast, That Sounds Fun podcast, which everyone needs to listen to. I want to dive into you about the origin of that, what it prompted you to start it. And then that has grown into a That Sounds Fun network. You have so, I was looking at all the people on your network. You have Ben Higgins on there from The Bachelor. You have Kaylee Dickerson. You have Hannah Love. You have Lauren Akins. You have, who's that guy? I just started stalking this guy. Carlos Whitaker. 
Yes. yes. How did you know that? Yes, because he's, he's the one there. that I would imagine that you'd be like very interested in knowing his life. Yeah, it is really fun. You know, I mean, you do this too, Caroline. You do this so beautifully. But one of the things we get to do as podcasters is we get to introduce our friends on the other side of a podcast to someone that we love. And and really owning a network that I own with also our friend Carol, Kelly Haywood. She's my manager and the co-owner oh. of my network. So Kelly and oh I God, own it amazing. together. And what we wow. get to do is we get to say, not only do I want you to know this person as a guest i want you to know them as a host i want you to tr- consider them such a friend that you would go over to their house and eat a meal not just come to my house and eat a meal with them right so it is, i'm telling you it is fun it is always you know it building a business is hard and being a yeah. business owner is complicated and challenging and also like what else would i do i'm just having the best time it is so fun well, okay. And I want to get back to that word that is the origin of who you are. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. You are fun. You have a new book coming out, Chase the Fun. You have written your whole network is called That Sounds Fun. You have a book called That Sounds Fun. I mean, and then like a hundred days to break. You're all about fun, yes. like within yourself. How did you grasp that this was your center, that we all need to have fun, that it's yeah. a spiritual thing, that it's actually yeah. a requirement that we need to have in our lives. Cause so many of us disregard fun, the older we get, you talk about totally. that a lot, but like what, when did this become the focal point of like, this is it, this is the thing. Yeah. Okay. So in my twenties, as I was growing up, which I still think a lot of us in our twenties are still growing up. I'm 41 still growing up, but in my twenties, I kind of thought, why is everyone else quit talking about fun? And I don't want to. And I honestly, Caroline, I thought, I think I'm immature or I think that I'm like not growing up like everyone. Am I like the latest of all bloomers because I want to keep talking about fun? And then as I got into therapy, as I got into, I went to onsite here outside of Nashville. That's like a counseling center that it does like intensives for people. I started realizing like, oh, I don't actually want to be different than this. I want to be healthier than this. So I didn't go in an elephant and come out a giraffe. Right. Like I went in oh. an elephant and I came out a healthier elephant of going like, like oh, I'm right. I need yeah. to pursue this. Yes. And so there's this thing in me of for any of our friends listening of like, what is the thing you're passionate about? And in your healthiest version of yourself, are you still passionate about it? Because when you are, that actually doesn't mean there's something wrong. It means that you're, you've you clicked into the thing you may be made to do and to bring to the rest of us into our lives. Because I really do think, I mean, you, you said it correctly. I really do think including fun into your lifestyle is a spiritual health decision. Because everything else, you know this is true about your life, it's true about my life. Everything that matters to me, I make time for. I sleep. I get on my Peloton when I have time, when I make time. I eat meals. I see my people. I do everything that I have decided. This makes me the healthiest version of Annie. I see my counselor even when I don't have time. I have to leave during a workday because I've decided that actually makes me healthier. And I think fun is the same. I think fun actually, when we incorporate it into our lives, even if it has to be on your schedule, on your calendar, it really matters in in making you the person that you want to be. I totally agree with you. And something that like really stands out to me too, is you have made your healthy giraffe your business. You know, like you went in and you have made it your business, which I feel like So many of us are like, I can't pursue what I love. I can't make time for these things. Like 
even make pursuing. And that's why I like to, you start people off with how to just have fun in your daily life. You have taken your fun and made it your entire existence, which to me is just incredible. And it's so inspiring because so many of us have these dreams, have these passions, have these ideas, but we're like, I can't do that. I'm too bogged down. My life won't allow me to, I don't have the finances. I don't have the ability to pursue myself in this way. How do you speak to people who feel like, this isn't for me. Like I'm not one of the chosen ones who gets to live this fun life, who gets to pursue what I feel like is truly inside of my heart. Man, even that sentence just like pings such tenderness in me of people feeling like those of us who have gotten to pursue things that we're passionate about are, are specially chosen over others. And I do not think that is true. I think some gifts are louder than other gifts because of how God made us. Like, I am the least introverted person you have ever met. I can, I need you to know that it is like my tip of my self control. It is like I've tied myself up to not explain to the guy at Trader Joe's why I. I'm buying everything I'm buying. I have to say to myself, don't, Annie, he does not care. He does this all day. I mean, so you need to know that part of, I, I, the, the, we aren't chosen. I'm just loud, right? And so, and it also gets to model to people that the things God may call you to, the things you feel invited to spend your life on may not be the serious things because it may be, it may be arts and crafts. It may be a podcast. It may be gardening. I mean, I have a friend in, uh, in Goshen, Arkansas, and her thing she wants to do right now is grow wildflowers and make bouquets for people. Like no one outside of Goshen knows, but everybody in Goshen knows that you can pay $5 and Amber will make you a bouquet of flowers she's growing. And she is building her life around the flower schedule. She has a husband, four sons. She has a busy life, but but she's found a thing that brings her joy and brings everybody mm. else in their community joy too. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. And I love that because it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't right. have to be loud. It just has to be you. It has to be whoever Perfect. that person is. Yes. Like, what is it that you, and I feel that same way. It's like, we all have a blueprint on our heart from God. Yes. That is divinely unique and it is like what is what you are pursuing no one else is pursuing because that is your blueprint and we all know what is in our heart that we wish we were doing that we're longing to do that if when we're doing it we feel so in line we feel so connected how do we okay so this is a great way to segue into this how do we do that how do we chase the fun because you break this new book into several different parts which i think is really awesome you start with it's like be an amateur because be an amateur, amateur, fall in love, find a hobby, chase the fun. That's the different sections of chasing fun. So let's talk about this breakdown of why there's different sections of how to chase fun, starting with being an amateur. And you know who we'll use as an example, if it's okay, let's use our friend Cassie Kelly, because your, Uh, your audience listening knows her, loves her. She's amazing. She does this incredibly well. So you start by being, the reason fun matters is it tells you a lot about yourself and it tells you about God and it tells you about this world. The thing that you loved when you were like five or six probably still matters. You just got to figure out why and how. What Cassie does beautifully that she started out as a total amateur is she gathers people. She makes beautiful Mm. tables. I mean, we've sat at them, right? Like she will make these beautiful meals and, and the decor on the table. I'm like, are we in a magazine? 
<laughs> and and she has just put it together herself. And she was doing that long before she was Fun posting for it. her. Yes, she loves it. So she was an amateur at it. Every table she sets, every gathering she makes is a table she's never sat before and a gathering that's never looked like that. So she lets herself be new at every gathering. Now, how? Yeah. what has she fallen in love with? She has fallen in love with gathering people. And what wow. she's done is now she turns it to raise money for St. Jude. Right. Wow. So that, right. So she is changing and raising millions of dollars to help children and families by by knowing what brought her fun and joy as an amateur. She <gasps> fell. So, isn't it beautiful? She's a perfect example of this. All she did was chase what was fun for her and she changes thousands of people's lives. Currently, my hobby right now that I'm really getting into again is cross stitching. And let me tell you why. For starters, I noticed because quilting is a big Annie Downs. Yes, thing. because the other Annie Downs is a quilter, so Annie F Downs is picking up cross stitching. But here's the thing, Caroline. Like I can either sit and watch TV, and so I'm not married yet. I don't have kids, so it's just me at my house. And so I can watch TV and scroll on my phone, and I've made nothing good for the world. All I've done is scrolled. I literally someone texted me on the site and said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm eating pretzels and doom scrolling." She was like, "Get off your couch." <laughs> And so I have tried to pick up cross-stitching again, and I am doing the skyline of Nashville. I'm doing the skyline of every city I've lived in, Nashville and Edinburgh, Scotland, and Atlanta, Georgia. Scotland. Yeah, I used to live there in 2011, and I'm actually going to go back in just a couple weeks. I can't wait. I go to see my friends a lot over there when the pandemic allows us to fly places. But in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so I'm back to cross-stitching like my grandmother taught me. So there's something like old and beautiful and simple about this hobby for me that reminds me of when things were easier. And so I sit there and I make something that actually matters. And then a friend of mine in New York, he said, oh, I really wish that I had this quote from my mom hanging up in my house. And I thought, I can cross stitch that for him. And so I'm getting to turn this hobby that is just, and I'm not selling it. Some people can, you can sell your things, but Cassie doesn't sell it. She just donates it. Right. So, so we can turn these hobbies into gifts and sometimes they become your profession. Like some of my favorite bakers opened bakeries, right? We want them to, but that's, that's why going through chase the fun matters because as we go through the hobby section, we're really going to talk about what do you keep amateur and what do you take pro? And how do you know? How do you know the difference? Because all of our hobbies can't go pro. We don't have the time or the energy. We can only probably take one hobby in our life professional level. Everything else needs to stay amateur because we got to do stuff for fun. (gasps) You know? Oh, my. You are a freaking wizard. (laughs) You are amazing. (laughs) This is, but this, you're giving so many great tips because, yes, like sometimes, we can get lost in all of our hobbies. Like, oh my God, I, I love this. I should make that a business. I should do that. And then yes. all of a sudden you have so many things going that you're not doing anything great. That's right. Or you make, you know, you cross stitch. My sister just cross stitched uh, or um, knit a blanket for my new nephew. And you, someone can go, you should sell that. You could do those and sell that. And all of a sudden you're like, I should, I should sell these. I should quit doing it. Okay, so how do I make a business plan? And how do I make time? And all of a sudden, this thing that you did because you loved it, now you have to write a business plan for? That's like nine mm-hmm. out of 10 times, don't. Just don't. One out of 10 times, maybe maybe that is real. But you know, there's a woman here in Nashville. Um, her, na- her company is Storyboard Charcuterie. She started making charcuterie tr- 
trays for people. And she's a single mom in town and she makes beautiful trays. And it was a hobby first. And now it's a business that helps care for her kids. That makes so much sense. But my cross stitching does not need to become another business I run. <laughs> yes. Yes. It yes. can become we'll a part see. of your merch line. We'll it can be like your merch we line. We can probably we release never patterns. I should probably start releasing cross stitching patterns. <laughs> Oh, Annie, but that is like what you said about Cassie. That is such a great point. And I feel like so many of us can start there. And that's why you say be an amateur because chase your fun, do what you love. And then there's probably if it is, it will be, it's your divine spirit. It's a gift from God. So God will open the door for how you can turn this into something that can bless others. Yes. Cause wouldn't, I mean, the truth is you and I are so um, lucky and, and gifted and easy conversation. That's not easy for everybody, but God has made us this way. And you and I could be doing this exact conversation at frothy monkey and it would help you and I, and that would be it. Yeah. But and that, that was my life before I podcast. Exactly. This was, is what we did. Was, we did get coffee with people. <laughs> do you feel like that's why you became a podcaster? I literally yes. am like, I am I am the one that benefits from this podcast more than anyone. And I yes. started it for myself because I've always wanted to get in the minds of people. I wanted to understand like what makes them tick? How did they figure yes. out what they loved? How yes. did they overcome this? Like, how do you what are the steps? Tell me everything. I and am the like, nosiest oh. person we've ever met. Yes. Yes. That's me too. <laughs> And now it's like we have an actual good yes. reason to do it. Yes, but and just like with Cassie, Cassie's second dinner party wasn't the one that she used to raise a bunch of money, right? Like you practice your hobby for a long time. You and I talked with friends at Frothy Monkey for years before we got behind microphones. And so you go like, oh, I think this little door's opening or this little door is opening. And, and that's how my show started is an author said, will you interview me about my new book? And I said, sure, I have a blog. Where do you want to release it? Like, do you want us to put this on Twitter? What do you want to do? And he said, um, or it was his PR person. And she said, well, have you ever thought about starting a podcast and hand to heaven care? I said, that sounds fun. I was like, that sounds Uh -uh. fun. I say that all the time. So I went home and looked it it up and it didn't exist. And so that's why I started that sounds fun podcast because one author said that thing you do for a hobby, would you ever do that professionally? And I thought, yeah, I would. I would. But so that's why the whole journey matters so much to me is everything I do professionally started with something that I loved doing amateur wise and as a hobby. And God has turned it into a job for me and some people. Wow. Okay. So start as an amateur, figure out what sounds fun to you, start doing it. And then how do you know? Okay. So then we go fall in love. How do we know when we go pro with this hobby or when it's a hobby. So do we want to, do we want to go in the next section, fall in love? Like what's, yeah. You find this hobby, you be an amateur, and now we yeah. fall in love. Yeah. So and the trick here? about falling in love is that everybody thinks they shouldn't. Everybody thinks they should be cool about everything and not like love anything. And, and so we stop ourselves. We're like, Oh, I don't want to admit that I cross stitch. Cause now no one will ever date me. You know, like <laughs> it's, and then you're like, no, I want to love what I love. I used to love the French horn in middle school. And I can tell you where I was standing in the hallway outside at my middle school, where the girl in line behind me said, you aren't going to play band in high school, right? You know, it's not cool. And I was the oldest kid in my family. And so no one had gone to high school yet. And I was like, Oh, and I literally switched lines 
and went and tried out for chorus instead of going and trying out for the high school band. And I loved it. And I was so, I'm so sorry I gave up a thing that I loved. So the way you can decide if something is amateur or pro is you first got to really fall in love with it. You've got to stop telling yourself like, oh, I shouldn't tell people how much I like puzzles or I shouldn't tell people how much I like animals or I shouldn't tell people how much I like soccer. Like, no, just like be fully you. That doesn't mean you have to be loud. There are quiet people who are being fully themselves, but be fully you. And if you're fully you, what do you love? What did you love when you were five or six? A question we'd love to ask friends. I I do like a little fun coaching thing when we do our live shows. And I always say, when you were like nine years old, when you got home from school, what would you do? So Caroline, when you were Mm -hmm. nine years old and you got home from school, what would you do when you got home from school? I mean, I would play basketball. <laughs> yeah, you'd play basketball, right. And so well, is I basketball- that's not, I, would, I don't want to go, I don't want to go pro with basketball. No, 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 you don't. But where is basketball <laughs> in your life now? Non-existent. Why? Do you miss it at all? No. No. Where, how else do you move I played your- basketball because I was on a team. So yes. that was because I was keeping up with uh-huh. my skill set. Yes. And I liked it. Okay, so what do we do when we like something yes. and we're pursuing it, but we don't, Love it because I like basketball, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I got to get that ball in my hands. I got to practice. I need to get a three pointer like I need to like because like my neighbor, actually, she's a mother of three. She works at Brentwood. She works at a school, high school. She literally her schedule is so packed. Her name is Chelsea. I love you, Chelsea, if you're listening to this. Her schedule is so packed, but she still plays on an intramural basketball team, even though her schedule is so packed. And she technically probably doesn't have time for it. But it's so fun for her and it means so much to her existence that she does it. She does your book. She doesn't she didn't give it up because it it gives her something in her soul that she needs. So she chases that relentlessly. Yes, it doesn't do that for me, but she does. So that's interesting. So this is these are two awesome examples. So you liking basketball and making it part of your childhood and you were on a team and you wanted to improve your skills. As you've grown up, you can look back on that and say, no, I was not. I am not still in love with that. It gave me something. It gave me drive. It gave me a perfecting of my skills, teamwork skills. It gave me all that. I don't need that in my adult life. I have found that in other places. For Chelsea, she has found the thing she needed most as a nine-year-old from basketball, she still finds in basketball. So she prioritizes it. So for you, it's something else. It's some, it's some other thing that is still meeting those needs. And it could just be working out or it could be running. It's yoga it, for me now. It's yoga. I love yoga. I love yes. yoga. Yes. So you knew as a yeah. nine-year-old something that is fun for me that I, want, that I want to go pro, quote, quote, meaning that you want it to live in your life forever. You can still be amateur forever, but you've made it like a thing that you don't give up on. And so I think, but you aren't making money. Money off of it are you are you no. are you teaching no but our friend I don't know if you know Kula Callahan Kula Callahan is the same about yoga so she started teaching it and during the pandemic she would teach live classes on her Instagram and you just Venmo her money and I thought, this is it. This is it. The thing that she loves, that she that she is passionate for herself, realized that in a time of need, other people would need it. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And her little dog's running around, right? So, so she knew the time to take it pro was when someone else needed it from her and couldn't get it anywhere else. Okay. Okay. Wild? So that's how you go pro. Yeah. Okay. That's how you know. Okay. So that's how you know when you realize that you have this true love, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. You've 
fallen in love, you've walked the walk with this love, and now you're like, I'm not letting this go. This is a part of who I am, what I need for my actual existence. Yes. Then you realize that you can serve others with it. Yes. That's when you go pro. Yes, that's it. You nailed it. It's when you can serve others in a way that you don't see anyone else doing, then you go pro. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. So how do you know how to go pro? Well, I mean, luckily the internet helps you in a lot of ways, right? So if whatever (laughs) your hobby is, you can probably Google, how do I make money? 
when I love cats. How do you make money if you love cats? Okay, great question. Here's how you make You're money so if you love cats. Funny, Annie. Right? I'm just like, what might people love? Well, you could there's like eight different things you could do if you love cats. You could babysit cats. You could so there's a girl in my neighborhood who on Facebook about once a month reminds everybody that she will walk their dogs for them and that she is our local dog walker because she loves it. And so she reminds and and it, every time I laugh so hard on our Facebook, every time someone goes, I didn't know we had a dog walker in this group. That means so much to me. And I'm like, she said that last June 3rd and on May 3rd. And it's like, she auto tells us, right? Okay. So, so if, so that's how Hilarious. you, when you want to go pro, if you will let your Googler lead you and you will go and see what other people are doing in a pro way. And also, I mean, if we can be a little spiritual about it, Caroline, if we can ask God to open and close doors. And so you go, hey, God, I love cats. Will you open some doors for me to make a little money through this passion of how much I feel about cats? Because you put this on my heart, God, and I know this is something I need to pursue. That's right. So help lead the way. Yeah, that's right. And then suddenly you realize that like there are um, three pet stores near you that all have job openings that are they need someone just on Sundays. And you're like. I don't do anything on Sundays. That'd be great. I'll make a couple of extra bucks. I'll help. Or a vet or a, a home. A, a, what's the shelters called for dogs and cats? Uh, Homeless shelters. Yeah. Animal shelters. Animal shelters. Yes. So there, I mean, or you go, man, you know what? I have tons of craft supplies and I can make toys for cats. I should start. Making, and I know I, we picked the most Annie, random example, no, but. But you are so brilliant. You have you ever done a human design? No. Cause you have to be a manifester. Like uh, you, do you ooh. just spit out? <clears throat> do you just spit out ideas constantly? Yes, I can come up with ideas you, for people a lot. Yeah. And then does uh, okay? So who do you do? You have your team help make the like you come up with the ideas, and then are you great at hand delegating? Yes, hand them off. <gasps> yes. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yes. Human design. I can't wait. It's a life changer. I've done therapy. I've done Enneagram. I've done every single uh-huh. like self-help journey. I've been on a self-help journey basically as long as I can have recollection in my brain. Thank you. Read every book. That's why like, I love every book that is like, but human design, it tells you like how, what motivates you, how you, how you know when you're being cued from God, how to act, how to get this out to the world. It's amazing. Does it help you so much in marriage and in like work relationships and in all the relationships to know what people are? Yes. Because yes. Michael's a manifester. Yeah. So what he does is it's like 10% or less of the population are manifestors. And those are the people who are like, I just interviewed this incredible duo. They're called Day Luna. They're like human design experts. And so they walked me through all this. And now I'm literally so obsessed oh, with that. I want to like study it. Michael's a manifester, which I would be willing to bet you are. Yeah. Manifestors have brilliant ideas. You guys are like movers and shakers. You don't need to clear it with anybody. You need to like, once you get an idea, you are rolling with it. And where manifestors can run into a little bit of a problem Uh is if they don't inform their team on what they're doing. If they don't let the people who are closest to them know why you're doing something, because you don't need, a manifestor doesn't need to clear it with anyone because they're like, I got this. I got this. I I know this is what I need to do. Yes. I got the whole picture. I'm moving. But in Michael's this way too, because he has like a new passionate, huge idea project all the time. Like literally every, like last night in bed, he was like going through all these things. I'm like, babe, I don't want to have to think about something else. right now. Like, <laughs> right. I literally like love all your ideas so much, but like, can we, we just not think about a big idea right, right now? Right, right. Because he's like this, 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 this. And I feel like that's probably you. <laughs> yes, but, yes. So you, the, a manifestor needs to inform 
and explain why they're doing it and keep everyone in the loop. And then everyone feels a part of it. And it's not like, well, that sucks that they just came up with that idea and totally left me out of it. And uh-huh. now I have to like figure it all out how to catch up. Oh, I'm dying to get into this because if you knew how many times people on my team said, hey, you didn't tell us that's what we were doing. That's and, I, and I'm like, no, I thought I did. I thought I did tell you. Nope, I didn't. That's the only problem with manifestors is they are like the kings and queens, the royalty of the world. They're the ones who are like trailblazers, but they don't think that they, because right. you don't think you need to explain it. Yeah, I'm like, I, aren't like, you I'm with in, me? Let's go. Let's just go. No, because you're moving <gasps> so fast. You're, you're moving so, so fast. That's what I was saying. That's about like your cat. Like when you're talking <laughs> about cats, like you came up with off the top of your head, you came up with like 20 ideas on how to make money. as Loving cats. <laughs> Like you came up with it that fast. And I don't even have a cat. So yes, I also get to talk about fun a lot. So this also is one of my favorite things is helping people think on their feet. So I love it, but man, I can't wait. It's incredible. Okay. So you were a teacher before you became, how did you, how did you make the switch? Because I feel like that's awesome a thing that like I feel like people struggle with is like oh my gosh okay I need to pay my bills I you know like I yes it's a great idea wouldn't I love to have a podcast but like I gotta make money I got bills to pay I didn't come from anyone helping me like I don't have any Mm -hmm. help or support and I am like under just the gun on keeping all this going yes how do I now pursue how do I go pro with what I love when I have all this responsibility that I feel like is weighing me down I have debt I have student loans Mm -hmm. all this stuff I can't get out of it. Yeah. How do, how this, cause you switched careers. Like you totally switched from like a, like a, a dependable career that you pursued that you knew you could probably have a job and it was like safe mm-hmm. into no safety net. Let me just go all in and create mm-hmm. this whole network on my own and really dream this up from, you know, yeah. My and I, and I thought I would teach school forever. I mean, the reality is I have one, this is, I think this is important for people to think about in their own lives. I really have like one calling or one mission or one, um, thing that, that just has had a multiple expressions. So I can entertain people till they learn something. That's what I've done forever. I did that as a kid. I did it when I taught fourth and fifth grade. I still do it now. I can entertain them till they learn something. God's just given me a couple of different ways to express it. And, and so when I was switching from teaching, so the way it happened, I taught fourth and fifth grade. I taught for five years. And in my fourth year of teaching, I started to have some writing opportunities. And just in my local community, just with the teenagers in my life through our church. And, and so I started going like, oh yeah, I actually really love that. I've always loved books. I've always kind of been a writer. This could be really interesting. And for the back half of my fourth year of teaching and the first half of my fifth year of teaching, I mean, I was like teaching school during the day and I was writing in the evenings. So it, it was the hustle. It was one of the first hustle seasons where it was kind of like the only way I'm going to know if this works is if I'm doing both at the same time. And when I got to Christmas of my fifth year of teaching and you have to decide by about February, if you're going to resign your contract, I realized like, and at the time I was 26. And so I was like, I mean, I am, I've been teaching a while for five years. If I'm going to jump, this might be my moment. And knowing your moment to jump though, that's a big thing. How did you know? What did it feel like? Well, I kind of thought, 
I'm I'm not married. I don't have kids. If this goes badly, it's just me. <laughs> so that was and you part can come of it. Back to teaching. That's right. That's right. You, the the good news is, is that just about all of us. I know there are there are certain people that says it true, but the majority of us can find a job today. It may not be the passionate job you love. It may not make you all the money, but there are signs up everywhere of people hiring right now. And so mm-hmm. I kept saying to myself. I can always go back to teaching. And I mean, I started, my first book came out in 2012 and I kept my teaching license until like 2016. I had four books out before I let my teaching license lapse because I was like, I can always go back. And then, and then I just kind of felt God being like, Hey, I need you to, you know, that old phrase about burning the ships, like the the way uh, that uh, the original pioneers and all would come over from Europe and Africa and they would have them, they would burn the ships when they got here saying like, we can't go back. And I felt like God kind of invited me to burn Whoa. the ships a little bit and, and let <gasps> Those my Those are teaching. big moments in life. Oh, cause all of a sudden I was like, how do you know? I, how did you I, know that God I did it? I didn't know. I didn't know you to jump. Feel it? I didn't know. Yeah, I think I think sometimes where I've been waiting in all these moments in my life, I think I've been waiting for like, sky to part and God to like come and say a loud thing. And more often than not, it's more like I was riding in the car with one of my buddies and he said, Hey, you should move to Nashville if you want. And if it doesn't work out, come back. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It just like, it felt it, good. It felt yeah, right. It just felt, and it, I, I write a lot about courage. And one of the things that kind of is internationally true about courage is no one stops hearing the voices of fear. They just stop listening to them. And so Mm. nothing has ever been like, okay, I should do it now because I'm not afraid. Or I should do it now because everything's lined up perfectly. That's just never my story. That's not my story. It's just been like, well, we need a podcast network. Maybe I'll build one. Well, I want to read a book about that. Maybe I should write one. Like, I wish someone had taught me how to chase fun in a way that was a (gasps) spiritual activity and wasn't just like silly. And so I wrote it. And so it just kind of um, becomes this, instead of waiting on God to give you these big, massive green lights, I just kind of start stepping and see if there's another piece of path in front of me until there's not. Wow. Wow. And you become like a New York Times bestselling author. You are yeah. such a sought after speaker. I mean, like your live podcast, right. the one that you did with Sean and I quest, I was ah. going to, and then we went out of town. I was so bummed I know, because I, I love both of there. y'all so much. It was really fun. Like, I, I mean, girl, I mean, we made, we made drinks at the top of the show <laughs> and live in front of everybody and then sat down and started talking. And I was like, your girl should not have a Paloma while she's trying to run a podcast live because then you start. It's like this where you start talking to your friend and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm sorry. This room is sold out. And y'all are <laughs> hearing that I'm like, remember when me and that guy broke up? You know, I mean, it was like, stop, Annie, stop. <laughs> That's what everybody wants to hear. That's, That's right. what everybody People wants want to hear. They're friends with us. That's the beauty of the podcasting genre is we are with them in their life right now. And no other friend is standing with them folding their laundry. That's weird, but we are. And so, of course, that's yes. what we want to give them and what they want. Yeah. And listen, Annie, I want to talk to you about why you got every single thing in your grocery cart at Trader Joe's. Like, I literally, I want to know. I want to know why. Trader like, Joe's why halls you like are that? some of my favorite things to watch on Reels. <laughs> Trader Joe's speaks to my soul. I like know. I hate going to the grocery store, but like I lo- love going to Trader Joe's. I go Which like one? once a month and I make a full, I go to one in Cool Springs. Oh yeah. That's a nice one too. It's new. But they're all nice. That Every one over in West Nashville is kind of cool because it's small 
and you kind of have to weave around. I do too. I love them all. They all they all are special in their own ways, aren't they? Annie, you are such a magical human. Uh, you so really kind. are. I, is everything like, I feel about you too. I'm so glad we're getting to do this. Okay, so okay, so we fall in love. Once you fall in love and yeah. you realize this is something that's not going away, yeah. like basketball went away from me. It's yes. not my love. Yes. But it taught me something, so it's not something I want to go pro yes. with. So now what happens? We find now you hobby. find the hobby. So now yeah. that- because now you've got it. So for some of us, uh, one of my fondest memories of my childhood was snapping green beans with my grandmother and my mom sitting on the porch, snapping green beans. And so do I want to be like a green bean connoisseur? No, that's not the hobby. There's a feeling, something about right. that feeling. And that's what you go find. So that's what we do for that last 30 days of the hundred day journey is we kind of go through what is the feeling you're looking for and what are some hobbies where you could find that. So for me with snapping my green beans, is it that I want to cook every night in my kitchen? Absolutely not. I I jokingly call my kitchen uh, an extra hallway because I just pass (laughs) through it sometimes. (laughs) I do do not cook at all. No, I I don't enjoy it. I hate it hate it but what is the feeling the feeling that i love and i miss is like is summertime and outside and touching like green beans and so my family i was home with my family in atlanta last week my dad and i went to the farmer's market now that that is going to bring back that thing so the hobby for me is not cooking the hobby for me is going to farmer's markets and buying one thing i mean when i go to the 12 south farmer's market i do a lap i think it's beautiful and then i usually buy goat cheese so i mean it's (laughs) you are speaking my food love love language i get overwhelmed because i'm like there's all these raw vegetables that I have to go home and no, choke and I'm yes. going to cook them. I have to put no. seasoning on them. Like what? How do no, I make corn? No, but that salsa y'all made, I'm very interested in. So I'll <laughs> buy that jarred salsa. That feels great to me. You know? That's right. So yes. it is. Yes. Um, and, and so once you've figured out what's the feeling, what's the, what's the, if we want to talk inside out language, what's the core memory? What's the core memory we have tied to this feeling? How, what are some options of how I can find that feeling from that core memory again? So with me and the green beans, it's, do I want to grow a garden? No, I live in a condo. Do I want to cook? No, I don't like it. Do I want to go to farmer's markets? That's it. I want to see it and still feel it. And it, what I also know is I love being outside in the summer. And so we just have to change our schedules a little bit at work to make sure everybody gets outside a little bit. And I like being hot. <laughs> it's part of us raising in the too. South. We can handle it. Now, put me in, it. put me up in North Dakota. Can't do. Hate it. Can't do. They are so much no. tougher than me. It's not even. Because yeah, yeah. you can be outside in the heat and survive. I cannot be yeah. outside in the cold and survive. I and feel so the same way. all those things come up when I go, what did I love about snapping beans with my grandmother? And so, Mm. and we didn't have a TV on and we didn't have a radio on and we didn't have cell phones. And so there's also something about scrolling is not a hobby. Scrolling is not a Mm -hmm. hobby. And so we got to get away from our technology to really rest our brains. (laughs) And, and some people have the same core memory of being with their grandparents in the garden and now they want to garden and that's great. And then they decide I'm going to start selling my green beans at the 12 South farmer's market. Great. You've taken it pro totally fine. I don't even have a yard. Can't help. <laughs> so I will come buy your green beans because that's hitting that core memory for me. Like you growing them and selling them is hitting it for you. It just takes some research and development. Into honestly. your own soul. <clears throat> yes. That's it. Into your own soul. That's it. 
how did you figure all this out? How did you like unlock all these secrets? Yeah. Well, part of it is that at the end of every episode of That Sounds Fun, the podcast, I ask people what sounds fun to them. And we started getting these wild answers. I mean, I had one of Obama's guys from the White House on, and he said, I love going to water parks. And I was like, what are you saying to me? And so then I started hearing all these different answers and I went, okay, there's more here than I realized. And so then I started, and and here's the trick, Caroline, y'all should do this next time with people, like next time you're at a dinner party, for any of our friends listening, next time you sit down with your people, if you will say, what sounds fun to you? And then ask them why about three times, peel back the onion about three times. And, and they will say, well, it's because when I was little, Almost always, I'm telling you 80% of the time, it's a childhood memory or a grandparent memory. Those are the two that it peels back to. And so even the water park guy was like, man, when I was little, my mom would drop us off in the summers and my buddies would meet us there. And while my parents were working, I was getting to play at a water park. And you go, oh, yeah, you just need a break. You need a break. Work feels hard and you need a break. So you can't go to a water park in February, but what can you do? And he was like, you're right. What could I do? What did I love about the water park? And we dialed down, down, down. So deep. And he needed uh, Dippin' Dots, the ice cream, you know? And so he was like, and he was like, that makes me feel the way the water park makes me feel. And so in DC in February, you can get Dippin' Dots at the grocery store. You can find Dippin' Dots. And so it's just, listen, you're going to love this story too. I know we're running out of time, but I was talking with a friend. uh, We were doing an interview and he said, I said, what'd you love to do when you were a kid? And he said, well, he said, this is so silly, but I used to gather everybody in the neighborhood and we would sing. I would lead them like a choir. And I said, that is insane. For starters, that's insane. Who does that? And I said, are you in a choir now? And he starts tearing up. And he's like, no, but I should be, shouldn't I? And I was like, well, I don't like to should people, but it does sound like you, there is something special to you about singing with a group of people. And whether you do that at a gathering at church or you join a community choir, there's a new thing here in Nashville, like a choir that gets together once a month and just sings together. And I have so many friends. Yes. I have so many friends that are loving it and and there's no prep and all you do is just go sit there and sing with each other and then you what's leave. it called uh i'll have to look it up and we can share it in the okay. show notes it's like commu- i think it's the community choir on instagram it's something very simple like that it's beautiful and so it is just going back and de- doing that research into yourself and i got i mean we've had 600 some odd episodes of that sounds fun so i've had 600 people tell me Whoa. what sounds fun to them and as you, you and you're blown away oh, by I what they it. say i love it <gasps> you never hear the exact same answer twice i don't have the exact same answer twice and so you just hear all these people and you watch their faces go like i love basketball i like basketball i loved gardening i loved being with my grandfather i loved a water park i mean it is it is the wildest wow. answers yeah it's really fun This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. 
for everything dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is so spiritual, Annie. This is truly so spiritual and we disregard it so easily. And that is why you are such a beacon of light spreading this that we need because this is such a way to unlock our truth of who we are, of what turns us on inside, of what we need for ourselves to shine our light on this world. If you're not pursuing what you love, if you can't remember, if you haven't taken the time to do the inventory, the research and development of figuring out what do I need to have that, that inner love shining bright because I'm doing something that just like makes me feel a certain way, then of course we're going to get overtaken by life because it's going to run us over. I mean, life goes fast and does not care about you having fun unless you make it a priority. That's why you got to put it on your calendar. You got to make it part of your actual life. Schedule it like you schedule yoga, like I schedule Peloton, like you schedule a meal with friends. You got to schedule it. I love that you do like you started your that sounds fun. Best summer ever checklist. Like you have a checklist. Like you started uh-huh. your summer fun. Like you, you you don't take this is not lightly for you. No. This is not just did casual. You, did you see like, I started it in April? I started in April. You started preparing your summer <laughs> checklist. You had your yes. first thing that yes. you're starting with your Garth started with Garth your last Brooks. Russell Dickerson concert. In Iowa. Because I've never been to Iowa. And so I am flying to Iowa for RD's show because I've never been to Iowa. And I thought I'm going to end the summer in Iowa. That sounds fun. Because that sounds fun. Annie, I can't even get over this. Like, this is huge. <laughs> this so is kind, huge. Thanks. It's really fun. And I, I really think people 
the life we are looking for, one of the doorways that gets us there is fun and people don't know it. And it may be the last one someone needs unlocked for the life that they've really wanted. So I'll wrap up with this because I, I'm just going to talk to you about myself. I feel like I have been overwhelmed with like self-help work. Like I've always yeah. been a little sad. Like I've always been a little sad for humanity. Like I've yeah. always been a little bit sad about that's what led me to podcasting is yeah. like my own insecurities. I felt like always lesser than unworthy. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like other people had it figured out and I didn't. And so like I wanted to get into people's brains to figure out their secrets. Like, how did you figure out how to live this fulfilling life? Right. And I realized that everybody has to overcome stuff. Everybody has limiting beliefs. Everybody yeah. has to figure out these ways to tap into their soul. Like you're talking about, like, that sounds fun. Yeah. But I feel like so much of my existence that I'm trying to like get through right now and go into a different chapter has been just feeling a heavy sadness for the way the world is, that there's so much suffering. How do you switch that to where it's like, okay, I'm going to focus on what I feel called to do and I can't take on the weight of the world. That's, that's not possible. And that's not for me and we're not Jesus. And so it's like, how do you deal with all of the pain and suffering, but then also fully embracing the joy and the light that is yours to have? Yes. Well, it's not either or it's both. Both remain true. And that's what's helped me. I mean, literally, if we stick with the inside out reference, joy and sadness actually go better together. Um, an author I love named John Eldridge talks about benevolent detachment, where you can care, but you can't hold. And so when mm. it comes to the whole world, I mean, 200 years ago, they didn't know what was happening in every city, in every part of the world like we do now. We just know so right. much because of technology, and I'm grateful for it, but we know too much. And so that we have to detach a little bit benevolently with kindness and with love. Um, but the, so, I, so I don't know that I can totally switch into fun and out of fun. Instead, when your family is going through a tragedy, can you still go swimming in the afternoon with the kids? Or can when, you find it? Can you find it? Can you find it? And can you chase it a little bit, right? Like, that's why we called it that, because you've got it. You've got to be able to find it in the middle of whatever else is going on to have fun. You can't fun. just be engulfed by the full That's right. You, you, trauma, can't, you don't tragedy, have to do either. Sadness. You don't have to pretend during a tragedy that there is no fun. Because, like, how many times do we get church giggles? All the time, right? It's a real thing. On the other side, you cannot be Pollyanna or you can't use escapism and run from pain and go, well, let's just keep having fun. We'll be fine. It'll pass. It won't ignore, pass. Ignore, 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 right. ignore, ignore. Right. So you're in the middle of a tragedy. All the kids in the family go swimming and you're crying. That's okay. That's okay. You're doing the thing and it still hurts. That's okay. It is okay to hold both at the same time. It's when we only hold just the tragedy, just the mm. pain, just the suffering and the sadness and don't pretend like there's any joy or when we just are chasing joy, which ends up being escapism and and mm-hmm. pretend like there's no tragedy. So let's hold them both. Let's hold that the world is a hard place. And also I can find fun in the life I already have. Thank God you are speaking out and using your voice and writing books and public speaking and sharing this message, Annie. Like I have tears for you. Like I literally like, I feel so moved by what you have to say. I am so thankful that you have chased your fun and you want others to have bravery and fun and you are showing ways to do that. You are helping people pursue it. And the last thing is the whole book, chase the fun, chase it. You have to chase it. You have to pursue it relentlessly. You have to. Yes. Like you have to. Yeah. Just like you do everything else that matters most to you that's made you healthy and given you the life you want, add fun to that list. 
Annie, I am so blown away by you. I am so in awe of you and everything that you have made and created and you share, you share so honestly and vulnerably and you have like tapped into your true gifts and you are sharing that and helping others. Like, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me. I always end with leave your light. And it's what do you want people to know? Yeah. You know, the thing I want people to know is that God made you on purpose. You are not a mistake. You're not an accident. What you love matters, who you love matters, where you live matters. There's this there's a scripture that says uh, this verse that talks about how God puts you in the city. He puts you in uh, at this time on purpose so that people would reach out to him because of what they see in your life. And so you are exactly who you're meant to be. We can always be healthier. Me too. We can always keep pursuing just like the work you do, Caroline. We can keep pursuing health emotionally, physically, and spiritually, but you are not an accident. So go out and love the life you have and watch as God just opens and closes all the right doors for you. You're amazing. Annie F. Downs. Everybody, y'all need to follow her. Tell us where we can find everything. You have so many books, so many incredible books. Honestly, everyone needs to get all of your books. But your newest one, Chase the Fun. Yes. And I love this too because it's bite-sized. Like I get overwhelmed by books sometimes because there's so many like pages to read and you're like, oh my God, I can't read all this. But this is like this is literally a daily devotional, a hundred days to discover fun right where you are. And so you give it's just one, one bite a day, one yeah, bite a day. That's right. We did. It's probably, it's probably a three to four minute read each day. So um, you can find me. I'm embarrassingly easy to find. I'm Annie F Downs everywhere. F is in fun or fancy, whatever you like. <laughs> of course it's fun. Yes. Annie F Downs everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And the book is available August 2nd and after everywhere you want to buy a books, including Walmart and Target. And so, but we love looking at our local bookstore first because we love supporting our friends who are going after the dreams that God's given them. And what sounds fun to them is opening bookstores. So we go local first and then you can go to any of your places you love to buy books and it'll be there for you. What a special human you are. Uh, You truly are. Annie, you are. I am just like so moved and grateful and honored that I got to walk through your brain today and get to get into your world. You are so amazing. Thank you for joining me. Love your heart. Love everything you're doing. And I'm so glad we got to meet. I know. Finally. Actually, literally, finally. I feel the same about you. Thank you for the work you do. It matters to so many people, Caroline. It matters to so many people. So thank you. You're amazing. Okay, Annie down. Thank you. Bye. Oh, friend, you're the best. Thanks. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. 
That's right. 159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.